the line. The second half, the ball comes back to Stewart. They float across the line. It comes to Linda. Back inside it comes the lines. He's away from one tackle. Then the ball back to Stewart. They've got an overlap. Stewart's gone straight through. It comes to halfway. Where are the wingers? He's up over halfway. He's looking for Eddie Howard. He's still going, Stewart. He gave it to Maninga. Hey, it is the All Things Rugby League podcast. I'm Nicholas. Now, we're going to talk about a strange buy made by the Newcastle Knights. Adam Clune. I mean, do they need him? Why would you buy Adam Clune? You've got Jake Clifford, who's been performing really well for you. You've got Mitchell Pearce. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Here's a question for you. If... The Knights bought Clune, which they did. Does that mean that Mitchell Pearce is on the way out? It's a big question. Or are they getting a replacement for Connor Watson? I think, um, personally, like I can't see Clune playing in that lock forward role. Like he's a very small body um, compared to Connor Watson. Connor Watson is more built. He has a much larger um, stature than Adam McLoone, so I can't see Adam McLoone playing in the lock forward role. Um, so, personally, it, it could be, it could mean that Mitchell Pearce is on the way out. Now, we've heard that the Cronulla Sharks, that the um, Catalan's Dragons, that the West Tigers... Um, plenty of clubs are after the signature of Mitchell Pearce and, and you don't really have to wonder why. I mean, he's such a fantastic player, is Mitchell Pearce. What a legend. Um, he won the game for his club, the Newcastle Knights, this week. Um, kicked a 40-20 when they le- least expected it, the Titans. They, they had no idea that that was coming. He kicked a massive 40-20. It was a huge play, especially after one of their players get smashed by um, Aaron Clark. To pull off that one was amazing. Um, and then right at the end, when no one, when everyone least expected it, Mitchell Pearce was the man to pull the field goal, and he has been for years. He's just such a reliable player, and uh, uh, you'd be crazy not to be going after his signature. He's just such a great player. Um, and any club would be lucky to get him. Um, but then again, Adam Clune as a replacement, I mean, not a very good one. Um, I mean, he definitely doesn't doesn't have the work ethic of Mitchell Pearce yet. Now, I'm saying yet because, I mean, players do over him to improve, and, you know, I'm no expert, but um, I just don't think that he's up to the Mitchell Pearce standard yet. Um, Mitchell Pearce is just such an awesome, awesome talent. Um, I don't don't think that Adam Clune would be there. Um, uh, other news as well coming out. So there you go, Adam Clune for the Knights. Speculate on that, what you will. Um, another move that could happen that hasn't happened yet. Um, we've heard that the. Uh, Parramatta Eels could be getting Tyron Peachy, and I think that would be a great signing for them. Um, Tyron Peachy, 
under Brad Arthur would be amazing. Um, and I just think that Tyron Preachy is so underrated for what he does. He can play in pretty much any position. Um, fullback, I reckon he could play 5'8". Hooker, lock, second row, center. Like, you can put him anywhere on the park and he'll do the job. Um, I think that he'd be a great buy for any club personally. I think that uh, Tyrone Peachy, he was an origin player. He did play for his country. Um, I do think that Tyrone Peachy would be a great buy for any club. Um, looking for anything really, a strike center or a half that can play off anyone, just play second fiddle. Um, pretty much anything, a lock. Um, to be honest, he'd be a great replacement for Connor Watson at the Knights. Um, if that happens, but I don't think it will. That's very unlikely. Um, Parramatta are very lucky to get his signature, and I think that is a great signing by them, um, in my opinion, if they do sign him, because, I mean, what have you got to lose? You're not just signing a player for one position. You're signing in a fill-in. They can just fill in and, like, anywhere. Um Another update in the mix, um, another update that's come out as well, uh, Trent Robinson, he's been fined uh, about $20,000, um, as well as the club also being fined the same amount, so up up in total, the club as a whole has been fined $40,000, which is just ludicrous in my opinion. I, I seriously think that everything that Trent Robinson said that day um, was 100% accurate. Um, the refs do need to change. The bunker needs to go. Um, I think that it's just crazy. Um, some of the calls were laughable, and here I am, a South supporter, saying that to you all. I just, yeah, I, I don't really agree with um, with most of the calls that were made that night. Like some of them were really questionable. Um, look, now I'm going to say it again, and I think this is the last time I'm going to say it as well. Um, the Trell's hit was not, um, it was not meaningful, it was not, um, he didn't mean to go in there, it was all accidental, um, however, um, it was high, it was forceful, um, and then, therefore, in my opinion, he should have been sent off, um, I mean, at least he did get 10 in the bin. I mean, the Roosters supporters should be happy that he at least went off. And now that he has been um, suspended for an um, amazing amount of time, a long amount of time, not an amazing, a long amount of time, um, it's really upsetting for him. I mean, he's a great player. Um, he really turns it on when he wants to. It's just... Um, the thing that gets him is after scoring a few tries, he gets in a mood and, and that forces him to do silly things. And by doing those silly things, it gets him in trouble and and it's really unfortunate. So I do think that someone needs to sit down with Latrell and talk to him about his game and how they can improve it from a consistency standpoint and from um, an integrity standpoint. Um he definitely needs to improve his game in that regards. Um, other than that, he's a fantastic player. Um, 
in saying this, Trent Robinson, everything that he said on that night was correct. As I said before, um, it was quite laughable, some of the calls that went the Roosters' way, and, and it's not just this week. Um, Roosters do get a few terrible calls a lot of the time, um, and it's just disappointing is all it is. It's really disappointing. Um even as a South supporter, I'm saying this, and I'm shocked that I'm saying this, but I am. It's it's is quite disappointing, and in most cases, it's not even just the Roosters. I mean, most teams, um, depending on what referee, depending on what bunker official, they get um, bad calls going their way, and it's just not right for the game. It's it's not right for the players. Um, Especially when they're getting lengthy suspensions for things that weren't really a hundred percent that was meaningful and that was on purpose. Like it, most of the stuff is accidental. Um, in saying that, hundred um, percent, some players should be suspended for high and forceful contact just so they can learn from it and improve their game. Um, earlier in the year, Radley got suspended. He didn't deserve it. He got suspended again now. I don't think he deserved the length to which he's serving. Um, yeah, I think the game as a whole needs to change um, for the better. Well, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I recommend this one to a friend, and I'll see you guys in the next one.